Welcome to T Dolda. Oh, do it again. Welcome to T Dolda. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Total Degenerate Podcast brought to you by Resilient Real Estate. Wow, it's kind of, it kind of feels like to me, like it's almost over. Yeah, it sucks. It like, and it's sad. I'm feeling that too. Like you, you guys, after this weekend, I'm like, fuck, we got Army Navy this weekend, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like, Go Navy. But no, man, I, I feel you. Well, once, once you nothing. hit once you hit the big college football games, the rivalry weekends, and the conference championship games, you're like, it's coming. And that's what's tough the about like season's coming. At least like in and like I'm not comparing the two, but like in NFL, you get like a slow decline. Like you get less and less and less games. Where in like college football, you get like two up. bangers, and then it's up. just gone, and then it's like, season over. Yeah. Sorry, hope you had fun. Wow. For me, it's weird as I compare it to like food. Do you ever like eat food and like? Toward the end of it, you're like, fuck, that was really good. It's almost gone. Like, it's gone. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel about when I get to this kind of week for the college football and NFL. It's just sad. Yeah, that's it's, that's brutal. It's just sad. That's it's exactly brutal. how it feels. Mm-hmm. So, we did have conference championship weekend. Um, I get, I mean, Pac-12 championship, we don't, don't need to talk about it. Utah rolls Oregon on Friday night. Again. Again. I mean... One thing I want I, I wanted to bring this game up before we got into it, and I know we don't have it any like speaking notes on it for this. Um, but a twelve team playoff, who would want to play Utah right now? Utah's a scary football team. Utah Utah's a very very scary Is that football. Who ended team. at twelve. I don't know where they ended up, but they're in a they're in a yeah. twelve team. I think playoff. it would be eleven. Something like that. I think they're yeah. like eleven. So you, like Michigan plays Utah, they, they might lose. They would be, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Utah's one of the hottest teams in the country. Once once they made that quarterback change, so you know, hats off, Kyle Winningham. Um, someone picked them to win the pack, didn't they? Or they just Kevin picked them to win. I did. I picked, picked them to win. win it. Yeah. Hats off to you. And that looked terrible after the first three weeks of the season. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. one and two. San Diego State and BYU early out, which, which don't really not good that teams. Losses. Which did which aged well, but two top twenty five teams. Yes, right. But I mean, obviously, I mean Utah now would go back and probably smack both those teams. Yeah, with that quarterback change and they yeah. have them. and think about the tragedies they, they, they dealt the with. Yikes! The tragedies they dealt with two guys passing away in the calendar year. Mm-hmm. Same high school team, both those guys. Same number. Yeah, and same number. Nah, sad. That's they retired it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to wear that number. So, anyways, moving on. Um, the day started off with craziness. Baylor beats Oklahoma State. Um, wild ending. Uh, for those of you like who don't know, I was out of town. I was in Cincinnati. Um, so, like we talked about when we all went to Cincinnati, the time changes. And so, this is a 12 o'clock kick there. Um, and for the day to start like that, and you guys had a 9 a.m. kick mm-hmm. for this. Um, the game was insane. Unbelievable game. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable game. Uh, Baylor stops Oklahoma State on the one. Um, dive, diving play, running back, running back reaches for the end zone, comes up short. Last play of the game. You guys all saw it, but Baylor wins. Baylor wins the Big 12, ruins Oklahoma State's chances. What were your guys' thoughts on this game? I mean, I thought it was crazy that Baylor doesn't score another damn point on after point. halftime and win. 
that's how dominant their defense was in this football game. Both defenses were fucking nasty. Yeah. I mean, well, well, I mean, we knew Oak, yeah. Oak State's top tier, you no, know, we did. But Baylor, like, they really came to play. They played fired up, and when their quarterback couldn't get it done, the backup, mm-hmm. he had a great first half, yeah. then shit the bed. And when he couldn't get it done, we're like, dude, they're it. They hate Notre Dame. We're, you know, we're talking our shit. They're like, they don't want Notre Dame to make playoffs. They're going to fucking lose this game. And the defense just kept shoving it down their throat. Dude, it was, uh, I will say, just an impressive performance from both teams. I mean, Big 12 football has kind of been, uh, I'd say, kind of shit on for the most part this season for a lot of things, just because Oklahoma wasn't the team we thought they would be. But, like, you watch the product that came on that field for those the last two teams that, you know, number one and two in the Big that uh, Big 12 uh, championship. And those are two really good football teams. Like, I just want to make that very clear that those are two teams that I'm like, shit, as we said before about Utah, it's like Baylor's fucking playing really well. Like, that defense and not even just that defense, like, it's hard in college football and just kind of in NFL and just in general nowadays where... I feel like secondary play is it's hard to be a corner because they call pass interference on every play and it's hard to be physical and be that guy. That Baylor secondary, man, they look fucking great. I mean, they gave Spencer Sanders four interceptions, all he could fucking handle. Yeah, he had a rough game. I would say this is one of the best reft games I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it was pretty good. They were consistent. They didn't make game-changing calls. It was really good football all the way around. It's funny you say that because... So I was with Joey, we're driving and we had Sirius XM in our rental car and we had the Oklahoma State announcing crew. Mm-hmm. So they're employees of yeah. Oklahoma State and they were so biased, obviously, you know, they, they worked for Oklahoma State and we had it the whole first half. In the first half, Baylor was taking it to them. Yeah, you know? that, that shaping kid was dominating. And they were complaining about the refs. They were, and it was, it was really funny to listen to you know, one of those big college towns, big college schools, um, their announcers go the, do the play-by-play because when something bad happened, they're like quiet. You don't even know what's going on. They don't even want to say it. But then when Oklahoma, make, Oklahoma State makes a big play, you know, you hear every detail about it. So it was cool to, you know, listen to it and then go back and actually see what happened in this game. But as K-Morg mentioned, you know, I, I mentioned Utah who wants to play them right now. Who wants to play Baylor right now? And even so, who wants to play Oklahoma State right now? Those two teams in a 12-team playoff would be exciting to watch. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a really good brand of football that we saw on the field. And um, like we said before, I mean, Oklahoma State and Baylor, both quality defenses coming from a conference that everyone clowned on for years about having no defense. And these two teams showed that they played a fuck ton, a great brand of football and great defense. In the last decade, if you told me an Oak State-Baylor game would go under, yeah. I would have told you to fuck off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like these are games are usually in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. And as we said before, I mean, the game goes down to this last second, last inch uh, stretch by the running back, fourth and goal on the half-inch yard line, and they couldn't punch it in because Baylor's safety outran the uh, running back to the pylon. And that was just an unbelievable, unbelievable way to end a game. And like I said, it was at 12, was ended up finishing at noon our time. And from a Notre Dame perspective, I'm thinking like, Notre Dame's in the fucking playoff. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Like, we're fucking in now, which transitions us to the Georgia-Bama game. Really quick, hats <laughs> off to Dave Aranda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Went from two and seven in COVID year to having an unbelievable team. Do you think like he 
didn't get offered jobs and he turned them down or do you think yeah, he did and get him turned it's down super bizarre like if i'm oklahoma i'm giving him everything right like i don't understand why he is still at baylor right now i mean maybe a choice I mean, yeah I it, it, 100% I mean, but there's be. no rumors not a not a snippet but you know he's he's kind of that guy he was a coordinator for so long you know he was like long like a long tenured coordinator maybe he's like speeding in the same spot and doesn't like to move a lot but i mean i mean fuck i watched that game and i was like shit like i would have loved him at notre dame yeah you know what i mean like he he turned that pro i mean i think they won two games the year before again covid year fine you know things yeah, happen things are seven. different his two first year as a coach and then he turns it around and goes nine and two or ten and two yeah like gets a new year six gets a new year six bowl against uh old miss like in the peach bowl like Ooh. he's a dude like he's a fucking dude and like I would say he's one of the he should have been one of those top guys for a job. I mean, it's weird as like the coaching carousel. I mean, we're not going to talk about it too much, but like the guys you thought that should have got jobs didn't. It was just weird. And he's definitely one of those guys that looking back now, I would take him over Mel Tucker, Franklin, Lane Kiffin right now. Overall, over all of them. Wow. And, and you know, these are guys that over the guys, massive deals. Well, they got contract extensions. Yeah. Massive deals. Yeah. Yeah. But they, didn't, they didn't leave. Those were the top yeah, guys we yeah, thought would leave. Yeah, but I would take him before all of them. I, I I agree with I agree with that. Um, but hats off to him. I mean, even when he was at LSU, he was elite. Oh, definitely elite coordinator. So, uh, yeah, let's move on. Bama, Georgia. This is the game. I'm going to talk my shit a little bit. Bug if it. you listen to the episode before, see why I was trying to say Bryce Young wasn't very good. <laughs> that CJ Stroud was better. Okay. Yes. Don't, don't okay me. <laughs> That's not what the fuck I said. That's what you said. I You said CJ Stroud was better than him. That's not what I said. What'd Go you back say? and listen to the fucking tapes, first off. What'd you, what'd you say? I said... That's exactly what you said. No, I said there wasn't a big difference. Oh, I said they had, a, they had similar talent. Even that hey, is wrong. All right. <laughs> I will tip my cap. Let's get into the game first, guys. I mean... Yeah, we are getting into the game. Bryce Young fucking dominated Georgia's fact, defense. But fact, but let's just talk about what we said. Because all of us, I mean, regardless of the quarterback controversy, all of us said Georgia minus whatever will win this game. We said 10. I wasn't think. it your mortal lock over there? I, uh, mortal lock oh, is if Cincy, you want to listen, you want to listen. His mortal lock was Cincy. Yeah, uh, you need to re-listen to the podcast. Now you're uh, talking yeah. shit incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, it's Back bad. to me. So we all were on Georgia. Like, I actually, I thought there was a lock too. We were, we were flat. We, we all were, we all said minus ten. We were fucking easy. We were, it was minus six, six and six I hit and it, and I I I bet that shit, and I was hundred percent wrong. I think we all did. Um, I think final score ended up what forty five twenty one something around there. I mean, it doesn't uh, even matter. The yeah. fact of the matter was that, as we said before, Bryce Young came to play, and he fucking shoved it down Georgia. Like. He had, his, he had his Heisman game. He had his Heisman game. thousand percent. It was the best he looked all year. He was phenomenal. Um, he was running. He was throwing. He had an unbelievable game yeah. against a defense we believed was elite. So probably but, we quote the best we've probably ever seen. Yeah, we've said that multiple times. But let, let's just say it. it. was. Is this more about Bama being better than we thought they were? Or is this more about Georgia not being as good as we thought we were? I, I think it's a little bit about both because... We haven't seen this Bama team all year. Not one time. We saw them get pushed their limits against Florida. We saw Tennessee give them a run in the first LSU. half. LSU. We saw LSU do it. Auburn. So, A&M Auburn, beat them. Auburn should have beat them. Um, yeah, A&M beats them. Like, we haven't seen this Alabama team once. And it's unfair to say, like, and I, I want to get into this point later because I'm going to use it later. 
but it's hard to say that we underestimated Bama when we haven't seen this Bama team. And on the other side of things, it's it's more alarming to me for Georgia, for sure, because name a quality win for Georgia. Tennessee. Tennessee is their I, best win they had I have the all schedule, season. I have the schedule here. And Tennessee is their I best I think win. we got bamboozled. Oof. And that I, I, I'm more leaning towards that than we the got, Bama. We got sold to false bill of goods. All right. I, I'll just run through it real quick. They beat Clemson by seven, which is not like that big of a win considering Clemson has dropped games in the ACC. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. Not the best Clemson team we've seen the last few years. Not at all. UAB, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, who's ranked pretty good at the time, but... But they fell off fast, fast after that game. Florida, who is obviously terrible. is not good. Missouri, who's worst team in football. <laughs> Tennessee, like you said. Tennessee is their best win. Okay, and then CSU, Georgia Tech, and then Bama steamrolls yeah. them. So we, we're fucking bamboozled. There's not a solid... Arkansas is the best team, or Tennessee is the best team they play. Arkansas played. and Tennessee are the two best wins on their schedule. Here's what I'll say about Georgia. It's hard to say we were bamboozled, with the fact that they took care of business in every game they played up to this point. True. So you can't say, same thing with Bama. You can't say we're bamboozled on Bama when they haven't shown us that. Same thing with Georgia. They haven't shown us any different that all they've done is take care of business. What we've wanted Bama to do up until this point. Right. Okay. So it's hard to say like we were so wrong on this, so wrong on that, but this is the first time when talent matched up, Mm -hmm. right? When someone had as much talent as Georgia and you saw Saban just pound Kirby again, once again, in a SEC title game. Question, though. Like, Georgia didn't play Texas A&M. They didn't play Ole Miss. And Bama did, right? I, I feel like Bama had a harder schedule. No, but... But if Georgia had played Ole Miss or Texas A&M, would we even be in this situation? That's I, a real question. Yeah, I mean... Are those, are, those are two SEC teams that I consider in the, you know that top tier that could have beat them. And I'll say it again, and I don't, I'm not going to compare it to another conference, but I think the SEC was overrated again this year. You know, all these teams, you know, that, that we thought were really good at the end just turned out to be not as good as we put them on the pedestal to be. Well, we, we talked about, you know, always they're bumping these teams up in the rankings for Bama to beat them yeah. for it to look better. But now it, it happened for Georgia. It then. happened for Georgia. It happened for Georgia. And Kentucky was ranked at the time. Arkansas was ranked at the time. Tennessee was ranked at the time. But it's hard for Georgia to see to like, you know, we're going to talk about the playoff and where it lined up. It's hard to say like Georgia shouldn't be in with the sheer fact of where they started and where they ended. You know, Georgia didn't come from the bottom all the way up into the top four. Like they were legit number one all season long. Which, yeah. And no, I'm not saying they don't deserve the spot. I mean, their only loss is Bama, who is always elite. But at the same time, we gave these guys way too much credit that think they were just going to fucking beat the shit out of Nick Saban in Georgia. Yeah. Like, in what is Mercedes Benz, who, where he's undefeated? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. What, I mean, were, what were we thinking? It's everything you guys were saying. I mean, it's a little bit of both in both parties, you know? I mean, I think to me, like, I still think Georgia is a better team than Alabama because at the end of the day, week in and week out, that team took care of business like like nobody else did all year. Yeah. Like like nobody else did all year. You we yeah. watched the games. Like this is a team that 
on average gave up 6.5 games points excuse me yeah on defense every single game like they were shutting fucking dudes no, out defense is elite like elite and then to see what we saw in that field was like okay true like they hadn't played a, they haven't played an offense that was that good they, played, they played tennessee did they not yeah, they yeah, played Tennessee, Tennessee the best team they and they gave up like 14 17, or something 17. like that to them. So like, okay, so we expected, you know, some points from Bama, but not 45 or 42 or whatever it ended up at. Like that was crazy. Now, and then here's my next question for Georgia real quick. Mm-hmm. Is it more that, because we, me, me and CY said this in week nine, like, you know, five, six weeks ago, we said JT Daniels is the difference between Bama and not beating Bama. Are we exper- well, did we experience that? 100%. Yeah, that that has 100%. to be talked about now. Yeah. That has to be talked about now. I mean, Stetson Bennett to his credit, I mean, he got the job done for them all season. But the problem now for me is like, yes, like Stetson Bennett did not get the job done in the big game. You know, he just didn't. He just didn't, you know. And he got exposed. Well, here's Here's, but the problem is now is you didn't play JT Daniels all year. He doesn't have it, game reps, and you're going to throw him against Michigan, yeah, who's playing are. insane on defense. You like are. you are because it's tough. Here, here's I heard a good point on this take. Um, first of all, you have a month. You have a month. He's not a he's not a freshman, right? No. JT Daniels has played, and the problem that you ran into with Bama, and by no means you could you should have benched J or. Stenson Bennett for that game. But what you realize is you have five-star athletes all over the field and you're playing a walk-on quarterback with a five-star behind him. Mm-hmm. And that's what we saw. We saw, you know, well, him, he can't run the ball. He looked, he, yeah. You made Stenson Bennett throw the ball 40 times on and he Bama. Looked terrified. You're not going to win. He looked terrified in this game. But if JT Daniels put the ball up 40 times, he's going to make something They happen. can probably have the same amount of points. That's a that's a dogfight thing. They have to start him. They have to start him, I think. I think there's a no big question. talent gap. I think there's a, a big talent gap well, between course. Bennett and Daniels. Uh, it's a five-star versus a walk-on. I mean, talent. I mean, and I'm not saying walk-ons don't perform well or whatever, but... I think it, it it's obvious what we've seen out of JT Daniels and what we've seen out of Stenson Bennett. A little bit on Bama now. I mean, you can, you guys can argue it out about Bryce Young now. I mean, he went in there and he there is something special about him, man. Like, I, I tell you what, like, I remember when he was at Modern Day and we're watching him play and I was like, fuck, like, he's a USC guy. Like, I was like, shit, like, more USC quarterbacks, great. And then he goes to Bama and I was like, fucking lock in another national championship. And look what the product we get. I mean, he just, he had his Heisman moment, as we said before. I mean, the kid is a fucking baller and a half. Yeah. Like, he is that dude on that college football field. Like, he's that guy. And Jamison Williams is fucking unreal. He's nasty. He's so fast. Yeah. I, I kind of downplayed And again, he transferred him. out of yeah. Ohio State because he wasn't going to play there. I downplayed him and Minchie and their like impact mm-hmm. saying like last week when we we're arguing the CJ Stroud point like he's playing with significantly less talent I'm not so sure cuz we have to agree that Georgia's defense great Williams did whatever he wanted he ran crazy well what I thought Saban did a great job and um, Bill O'Brien Bill O'Brien I thought he did a great job with using Alabama's three best players and just trying to force it here's how we're gonna win here's we've got james williams john mechie and, and bryce, bryce young, young. And we don't have a great running game and they didn't run the ball great because no. they weren't going to but they fucking threw the ball like crazy and they just those guys those it was those guys i mean 
We've all said front seven for George is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And how do you stop it? Just stay away from them. (laughs) Don't fucking run it. (laughs) Run, roll out, you know, quick passes and everything that you're supposed to do against Georgia. They did it. And Bryce Young was phenomenal in this game. I thought it was, it's obviously his best game of his career. It was his Heisman moment on the biggest stage against the best team in the country. Now his first, his first year starting as an Alabama quarterback, 42 touchdowns, three picks. We're talking like this is another level. He's a dude. No, he he's. I mean, he was phenomenal in this game. It's I very interesting. Really I mean, like I said, I mean, I I still think George is the better team overall. I th- I agree. I think George is the better team. I think Georgia can come back and win the national championship still to this day. And I want to talk about one thing that happened in the game that I mean, people aren't really talking about it too much, but I think it's a huge deal is the fact that John Mechie tore his ACL in this game. I mean, uh, I think that's huge. I think it's huge it's, for Cincy. I mean, we got to talk about that later. I was going to bring that up. It's huge for everybody. I mean, the fact, I mean, it's huge negatively for Alabama, but yeah. it's huge for everybody else playing against them because as we said before, Jameson Williams is a stud, but so was John Mechie. Like John Mechie, before he went wow. out of that game, like he was also running like wild. He was doing his thing too. Yeah. So for teams to only have to cover one of those crazy dudes, and well, because Bill, it's a big difference. Billy, is it Billingsley? Yeah, their third string, yeah. He, in those times that he's had to like kind of step up mm-hmm. and be the guy, he's not. Well, they don't have that crazy third receiver. Yeah, and again, he's probably a four or five star recruit too. I'm sure he's gonna be, he's gonna be great when he yeah. when his time comes. But he's not John Mechie. No. You know, I think that's something that needs to be known and said in this podcast because again, again, you know, George's and he, we're not talking about it, but was it Bama's defense? Are they playing better? Are they? Did they peak at the right time? And they are they yeah. going to be good moving forward, or was it just George's offense just not doing well and Stetson Bennett? I mean, we've had questions about Georgia's offense all year. I have. I mean, I brought it up last week. Was You've had questions about Stetson Bennett, not about their offense, not their run game. Their run game has been insane all year. I mean, Cook well, and White are yeah, dynamic. But at the end of the day, like, they Jordan, couldn't get anything I don't know done. If dynamics, yeah, they I don't they know were stopping them running, right. too. I don't know if dynamics right word. I think they don't have a number one receiver yet because Pickens isn't. He's not fully healthy. He's not fully healthy. So they don't have a number one. Okay. But he's playing, which is wild. Well, yeah. he. I mean, I think a month he might be healthy. Yeah. Um, and he had a big play in the game too. Yeah, and their running game was good because Tenson Bennett, when we take him out from running the ball, now you load up the box, make him throw. Now it's a very generic offense in my mind. And Bama did that. Bama did exactly that. But you throw JT Daniels in there, that changes everything. If JT Daniels is in, I think they run a little bit better because I've uh, the defense can be a little bit more worried about airing it out. Yeah. And Bowers is not going to get fucking... T- 18 targets. Bowers is a dude, by the way. Really good. Freshman tight end. I mean, he is one of the best freshman tight ends I think I've ever seen. Super solid, but also like a game plan that your tight end has. This is not the Darren Waller, Oakland Raiders or Las Vegas Raiders. Mm -hmm. Like you got to spread the ball around, especially you have Pickett, Pickens, you have other weapons. Mm -hmm. Like this is Georgia. This isn't like a fucking AAC school, you know? You have four-star talent. Just you got to spread the ball around wild but moving on anything else to add or can we go on now we can move on all right bearcats get in they take down houston um decently close game early but bearcats pull I, out at the end i, I mean, need you to be a little more you want to do that again and be a little more enthusiastic with that because the fucking bearcats but let's act like we've been here we expect we have this. this is a team that expects to get it done i'm not i'm not I'm high not. until we beat bama i'm not gonna get up until we beat bama uh, I, we should be in the playoff like Bearcats should. should be in the playoff. The Bearcats like, should be in the playoff. This is not like we're happy, of course, but we don't need to be like jumping for joy yet because we want the natty. We we want the natty. We and want the natty. We want Bama. What I want to do is step back 
And we all agree. The committee wanted to do whatever they could to keep the Bearcats out of the playoffs. If Oklahoma State would have won that game, I'm fully convinced they jump Cincy. Just I don't think so. I the mean, committee, the committee did not want a group of five in there. They did not, and I'll die I, by that. I agree with you. I doesn't will, matter. Doesn't well, hypotheticals don't exist because but, guess what? It didn't happen. But what I wanted, why I bring that point up, is think about all Cincinnati not only had to do but overcome to get into the fucking playoffs. This wasn't a one-year thing. This started last year. They had a great year. They lose to Georgia in a great game in, in a bowl game. They bring back a ton of guys because of COVID. And I don't know if that happens without COVID. And then they get lucky enough that they get to be a, a number five team in the country at their home stadium. And that team happens to go 11-1 and one, and Cincinnati gets in. What's your point? How, like just appreciation for what Cincinnati did to take the decision out of the committee's hand to say, we're in the playoff and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Hold my dick. We're in. Write us in there. And you know what? I don't give a fuck if we're four, we're three, we're two or one. We're in there and that shit doesn't matter because now you got to play us. Boom. I got nothing. Yeah. I'm Like I said, I, I expect them to be in the playoff. Um, it's a good football team. I, I think they're a top four team, so I'm happy they're in. Um, staying quiet. I mean, I, re- I appreciate the the championship. Oh, job's not done. No, that's what I'm gonna say. Job's not finished. A lot, lot more to, I, lot more to prove. I we'll we'll preview the game, but um, you know, in the next couple weeks. But I'll probably save everything I have on my Bearcats until that that episode. Sounds good. All right. All right. Michigan takes care of business against Iowa. I mean, absolutely beats the shit out of them. I think 45-3 final. Nothing from that Cincy-Houston game. I mean, from the game itself. I mean, yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, it was... Took care of business. Like I said, took care of business. uh, Jerome Jerome Ford looked healthy finally. Great. And, you know, he hasn't been healthy in a month. So What I'll say about Cincinnati is I think we're peaking at the right time. You know, we had a little bit of a lull. I think it was like Tulsa... Uh, Navy, kind of like that whole like two three game streak where people were like, uh oh. And then Cincinnati's then I had good. a mortal lock. Yeah. Then and they started. Since then they've been. Then they started flying, and now we're at the right time where our defense is playing right, offense is moving. Jerome Ford is healthy again. We're peaking at the right time, and it's at the yeah. perfect time because guess who else is peaking? Alabama. What I will say is, uh, yeah, I was like I said, I was in Cincinnati, and we were at you know the Cincinnati bar. And it was packed, and it was like really cool to see everyone rooting for the same team. Didn't go to the game. Didn't I mean? Didn't go to the game. You should have went to the I know. game. Um, but regardless, that bar was a great atmosphere. It was a it was unbelievable. And then after the game, seeing the players come in, the coaches come in, and it Don't turned, expose them right now. I'm not gonna say who it was, but seeing them celebrate, and there was a whole group next to us of all alumni. And it was guys on that team last year and talking to them and how proud they were and understanding that they were a part of this year, getting to where they're at. Yeah. Like, would, like Kay Morgan said, this, it was, this is, or you said two year process. Yeah. This is definitely, if last year doesn't happen, they, they kick us out they for, finish five. for someone. If last year didn't happen, they'd finish five. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was a cool experience to see. All right. Again, Michigan takes down Iowa. Nothing to go off of there. I mean, Michigan went in there, took care of business. But to Michigan's credit, again, as we talk about teams that are peaking at the right time, Michigan's defense and offense, they're flying on all cylinders right now. They're the yeah. The Michigan State game, the second half, mm-hmm. where Kenneth Walker took over, had yeah. his 
you know, opposed Heisman moment in that At one point that that yeah. stretch of games, um, did everything for Michigan. Yeah, did everything for them mm-hmm. because they were dominating teams before Michigan State going to Michigan State and was dominating the first half and then got smacked in the mouth and they said no more and they've been fucking roasting dudes. I love it. I love this Michigan team. Man, fuck Iowa. Why? Just dog shit. They're just fucking terrible. Like they. They Why were are you mad about them. Just, I wanted to see something competitive. Like, and I know Michigan's rolling. They're one of the hottest teams in the country, but Iowa was ranked. And for them not to like. Big 10 West was rough. The Big 10 West was terrible. Yeah. It was awful all year. Like, you had moments with Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. You could say we had moments with Minnesota when they rattled off like five straight at one point, but just an awful, awful conference showing um, in this game. And no. I mean, we would have rather saw Wisconsin rematch with Michigan. We'd rather they need to do a realignment in the Big Ten. I mean, the fact that the East had has Michigan, oh Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, all on the same side. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. A a realignment would be nice. But but, I mean, you wouldn't say that before this year. Like, Michigan was shitty before this year. Michigan, no, they were not shitty before this year. They were very average. Michigan, John Harbaugh win fucking eight to ten games every year. We were all talking about Harbaugh getting fucking because he hasn't done this. Yeah, okay, Michigan, which we expected. Ex- expectations of John Harbaugh are bowl fine, winning like Penn games. State's always good. Penn too. State's good. I'll give you that. And but the other side, like the other Wisconsin, side's only Wisconsin. Only Wisconsin. Wisconsin's yeah. typically. But we expected always, Minnesota to, to get better. I, I don't know. I think I'm not saying I disagree. Regardless, with it, I mean, but the Big Ten was exciting this year by far on the field. It was this exciting. Year. It was they were, exciting. They were the most exciting conference to watch all season. I think. I mean, I thought the SEC was overrated. I thought the Big Ten was really exciting. And I thought the Big 12 was underrated. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm not going to argue there. All right, so the playoff, the playoff is officially set. We have Bama at one, Michigan at two, Georgia at three, Cincinnati at four. I think the four teams that are in, I don't think there's a lot of argument or debate to get into it about, but um, there were a lot of conversations about whether or not Bama should be one or Michigan being one. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think it's fine? Here's what, here's what continued to fucking piss me off is... I, first of all, I hate the committee. Like I, we we know I, this. Every I hate, week, I, I every week, I hate it. Fair, but they continue to lie to us and make up reasons for stupid shit. Like just say we didn't want Bama to play Georgia again in the semis, and just leave it at that. We all would have believed you, but now for them to lie to us, like oh no, that had nothing to do with our decision to put Bama one in Georgia three. Bullshit. Well, they have to, they get asked the question. Of course, they have to answer it. Okay, well, answer it truthfully. Like, why do they continue to lie to us about stupid shit? Like. They told us that with Bama all year. Oh, we don't recognize prior history uh, when we make these rankings. Like, no, you're just flat out lying to us. Just tell us the truth. Like, we're not stupid as fans. Like, we understand what you're doing. We understood they were not going to put either of them put Georgia at four and um, Bama at two, or they're going to put Georgia at three and Bama at one so not to play each other in the semis. We're good with it. I'm perfectly fine with that. Just fucking come out and say it. You know, don't say, oh, we had... No- they're that- never in a million years going to say that, though. Like, they're I, never going to say that. I don't understand that. why well, not. You're going to be I, mad forever. They're never going to say I that. I understand thought the, why not. The matchups that we have going, so, you know, Bama, Cincy, Michigan, Georgia, I thought is still locked, but I thought it was going to be Michigan, Bama, Cincy, Georgia. Okay. I actually, Which is pretty accurate. To be yeah. honest with you, I'm fine with it at the end of the day. I... Bama beat the number one team in the country all year that we all thought was the best team in the country. True. Yeah, they, should be no, they should be number one. Now. I'm good with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether or not Bama played a good season or not, 
is irrelevant at this point. They beat Georgia in that college football championship. They have one loss. They should be the number one team now. Like, I'm fine with it, honestly. But I mean, but Michigan literally... No, Michigan is doing great. Beat the dog shit out of Ohio State, who we all said was the only offense that could fucking score on Georgia. Yeah, we did. So, I mean, Michigan... That's obviously wrong. Yeah, no, Michigan deserves their their credit. I mean, they're in. So, it doesn't matter... Does it matter now? No, because you, you know what? You have your game, and you get to prove who you are. And and here's what the playoff is great about, and here's what's great about the playoff is, if you want to beat, if you want to win the national championship, Michigan, you're going to have to beat Georgia, and you're going to have to beat Bama or Cincinnati anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to have to do it anyway. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's, it it's irrelevant whether or not it's in the semifinal or the final. So, get it done either way. That's my point with the with the playoff. Yeah, because like, I mean, if right they now. if they beat Georgia and they play Bama, then you get to prove it. Mm-hmm. If they beat Georgia and have to play Cincinnati, well, we know who the best team of football is then. Right. Exactly. Plain so, and simple. Yeah, I'm fine with these. Ma- I think, honestly, looking at it, I think Georgia and Michigan potentially has a chance to be an unbelievable. To be game. honest, I think both these matchups are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to break either of these games down too far in depth right no now. we got so much time. We got, yeah we got a couple weeks we got so much but time. like these these this these two games will be awesome like yes cincinnati or bama cincinnati does have the potential for a blowout but in a lot of ways i see it not being a blowout so we'll talk no, about it later on i don't either and i you know just the storylines we're gonna be able to talk about oh, like, it's gonna be great like the biggest one to me i think people are underplaying is drone ford yeah like miami or ex uh bama he was at bama and now yeah. he's here like you don't think that kid's in... You don't think like, he's going to get his team fired up for that? Yeah, or his yeah, offensive line? Yeah, like... Let's go. And then... And I got to stay quiet. I got to stay quiet. And we talked about the, the Michi thing. Like, once he's ruled out, I mean... It's one-on-one. Now you got sauce. You I got, mean, you got a first-round receiver against a first-round corner. Yeah, and then let's go. Chills. And one thing I will say is different from this SEC title game to now is... Denson Bennett was terrified in this game. We have a quarterback who's not scared of shit. We have a quarterback who's not as scared of this moment. He's been there forever. So just buckle up. Like, careful. Your nipples getting hard? <laughs> Dude, I'm, Bu- yeah, I'm excited. I mean, oh, it's. I, I want to save. I want to save this type of energy. Yeah. yeah. No. It's exciting. But we got to use some energy because we have it. We got to what we wanted. Are we going to have a live watch? We should. No, we should do something. We All should. Right. We should do something. Do you guys have a standing out team of the week or anything on yes. that? Yes. Oh, go ahead. I do. Because I, I just... said it. I called it out. Pitt. Oh, yeah. Good for Good Pitt. for fucking you guys. Oh, yeah. And you came out and you dominated and he secured his first round spot. I said all these things. Kenny and Pickett. And they did it, you know? I love Pickett. It's one of the sickest fake res- slides res- I've ever seen in my life. That was, That's so dangerous now. Like I, I don't, don't like it. I don't like it either. No, I don't like it. Like, But it was tight on camera. It was sick. Yeah, it was. Like, but the the that's fucked that up happened, for the safety. Like, the safety's yes. gonna stop. No, 100%. Yeah, that opens and up it, a can And of it's worms. college football. Like, yeah. targeting, very relevant Yeah, role. you're gonna protect, you're gonna protect the quarterback. I get it, but the fact that it happened was fucking nasty. Yeah. And, uh, who's Pickett's number one receiver? Got first team. He's he's probably gonna win the Bolitnikov. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know his name right now, but. He had yeah, four tugs. No, he's a dude. Yeah, he's he's a dude. So yeah, good shout out there because I mean we didn't really talk about Wake and Pitt at all, but still exciting. I mean regardless, Fun first half the ACC and then, still had great games. Pitt pulled away. Yeah, and still ACC still had great games. See why do you have anyone here? The is that Israel Akin? Well, that's the running back, but Addison they have this fucking dude. Mm-hmm. Addison, um, that is him. Did you have any CY or no? I mean, I'll just go back to Utah and Kyle Willingham. Like yeah, good for him. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Stand and go. 
Yeah, my standing O is going to coincide with my cheese dick. It's just going to be Sabin versus Kirby. Like, yeah. Standing O for yeah. Sabin, cheese dick for Kirby. I mean, as we said before, I mean, this is this has been Kirby's smart season. Like, this has been your season all year, yeah. man. Yeah. This is the this is the giant you have to beat in order to be the coach in the SEC. Saban's not going to be there forever, as we know. And this is Kirby's opportunity to say, like, hey, this is my time. And he didn't do it. No. I mean, he's going to get another opportunity, thankfully. But it did not look good on the field on Saturday. My my, my cheese dick, and it, we didn't mention it. My cheese dick is the Houston players trying to fucking start fights pregame <laughs> and then get fucking ran through. Uh, don't fuck don't, with the Bearcats. Don't fuck with the don't red helmets the either. Bearcats. And don't wear red helmets on my fucking field. Yeah, that was bullshit. Cheese dick, Houston. Yes, they have red helmets. I don't care. I don't, like, I don't think I don't they ever wear Change, a different Yeah, color. I don't care. Change your helmet. <laughs> um, cheese dick, helmet. Houston. My cheese dick, and it's a little unfair, but then, it's... Then don't do it. But my Gundy... Like how many Super times? Unfair. How many times are you gonna do this to us in a big game though? That's unfair. Cheese dick. I think it's Spencer Rattler more than Mike Gundy. Like I don't think the offense was necessarily bad for Oklahoma State. I think the defense the was. What the fuck really does Spencer Rattler do? Not Spencer Rattler. Spencer <laughs> Sanders. Sorry. He's in the fucking I was portal like, at home. I was like, dude, relax. Spencer Sanders <laughs> is the quarterback the for Oklahoma State. Hey, he might be there next year. Uh, you. That'd See, be wild. LA. Yeah, that's also true. Wow. That's what I heard. But with Chip, that'd be tight. All right. well, we thought he was going to be good with Lincoln. Stop. Yeah, all the, overhype. Right. Don't overhype the all guy. Right. All As right. the season winds down, obviously we're into bowl season now. Um, a lot of games are announced. We'll obviously break those down when we get closer to each week. Yeah, we're uh, going to break down every single bowl game as it comes to us per week. I mean, bowl season's great. It's a lot of bowl games. So I mean, I mean, it is, but we'll it'll be broken up into weeks. Obviously, let's get into it. So. Just based off the announcements right now, what games interest or which one bowl game interests you the most right now that you've seen? Uh, the Cheez It Bowl. It's um, I, I I texted in the group. I said, "This is the biggest like fuck you, Blaine." It so is. It is. It, so it is. He didn't I, say, it, but it's 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 Clemson, Iowa State. Clemson, Iowa State, and yeah. I had both of them making the college football playoffs. <laughs> it's the disappointment. At, bowl at, you know preseason. There's a lot of shit happens, but you know they both end up pretty good teams. This mm-hmm. is actually a really interesting matchup, and I'm gonna go out and say it. I think it could be Matt Campbell's last game at Iowa State. Wow! For where the NFL? Really? Wow! That's an interesting take. I mean, it's not I as could, interesting if you know that teams were seeking him. I could see that actually. Like the Lions before they hired uh, Dan yeah. Campbell were all over him. He's the Jets. Like, he is very thought-out college football coach. That's a good fit, yeah. actually. Because I said Dan Mullen last week. I think Matt Campbell's a decent fit, too, because he's very, like, just team. Doesn't need to think about recruiting. He's all in on his team. That's true. It's a decent fit. See why? What do you like, uh, bowl game? I mean, I'll go chalk. There was a couple I liked, but Rose Bowl. I think Rose Bowl's going to be phenomenal. Utah, Utah, Ohio Ohio State. State. That's going to be a nasty one. I'm thinking about maybe just tailgating there. Oh, I'm in. You in? Yeah, I'm in. That'd be a good one. But we all we were talking about tailgating oh, yeah. at the Notre Dame Notre game Dame, too. Day. I, I see the Notre Dame game is interesting. I think they're gonna why beat the, they're going to beat the fuck. Uh, yeah, out Yeah, I think you beat the yeah, shit out of them. They will. It's not interesting, but it's still good to yeah. go to. Uh, that's what I mean. Like it's still I, good. And time. they're gonna they're gonna play so fired up for Marcus play so Freeman hard for Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Give me oh. all of that. Um, <laughs> I just want to shout out the Verbo Citrus Bowl is Iowa and Kentucky. There might be ten points in that game. Wow. Iowa and Kentucky. There might be. Kentucky can 14 score max. a little bit. Yeah, not a lot though. Uh, but <laughs> here's here's another like like what the fuck game? Oregon Oklahoma. Yeah. Like uh, the heartbreak bowl. 
Just name it the Heartbreak Bowl. It's no Coach Bowl. Bowl. No Coach Bowl. Interim interim Coach Bowl. Speaking of which, LSU's two quarterbacks, starter and backup, transfer portal. Yeah. Hey. You know, I saw a stat today. We're going to Brian talk about- Kelly's already ruining LSU. Well, if Fuck that if that shit, red shirt scumbag. freshman plays, he yes. loses eligibility. He loses eligibility. Wow. And then I saw LSU's longest tenured coach who's been there forever took a job at Florida or Fuck, where did he take it? He took a job somewhere else today. And people are irate. They loved him at LSU. Brian Kelly's a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's just fucking terrible. I heard, you want to hear a stat? He's ruining programs. Talking about the LSU. What? There's never been, in I don't know how many years, a scholarship quarterback that went to LSU that finished there. That's insane. Whoa. Okay, finished four years? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, Jamarcus Russell's probably on scholarship. Yeah, but never finished four years ever. Yeah. How crazy of a name, name Matt of, Flynn was in scholarship? I mean, did he leave after his junior year? Uh, no, he, I think that, he won a national won championship. His maybe, senior maybe year, I think it was a senior. Remember, maybe was he a transfer? Did he? He might have been a transfer. tackle Glenn Dorsey, who's a monster. Yeah, he's like the yeah. third overall pick to the Chiefs. But yeah, yeah, that quarterback, he was a Niner for a little bit. Don't want to get off topic, but I interesting did stuff though. that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously the coaching corral and transfer portal is going to be blowing up do you see oklahoma state's d corner went to ohio state yes that's a big move it's a huge move that's a giant move it's a huge move. good for ryan day and then uh lafayette hired their oc as their yeah head coach good for them um there was rumors that cincinnati's oc was going to be the head coach at uh louisiana and that he was going there for but he better not until after yeah, these bowl I games know, all I right um, but the biggest news obviously that dropped mario cristobal going to miami Fuck. um you from, guys from you guys Oregon. called that yeah well I mean, he he went to Miami, so it makes a lot of sense for him. So it's a personal one for him. So I'm I'm not as like I'm not an Oregon fan, but to me, this doesn't feel like as much of a betrayal as the other two previously do. No, because he is a Miami guy. And He's from there. It's it's he fine. A, he has a sick mom at home. Yeah, it, which it, in the area in, in Miami, Miami. Yeah, but you're also so. not Oregon Duck fans. They're probably fucking losing their mind. But no, the but the they, day, they, like, they 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 expected it. They that's thought, like that's like the one job. That you will take the over anybody. Old, the only job that's, you would lose him he to? Went, he wouldn't have left for Notre Dame. If Notre Dame offered that job, I don't think he leaves. Okay. I think he loved Oregon. He was committed there. He but, really liked Oregon. He did yeah. a great job there. But he just he, that was the only place he would have yeah, left for. Yeah, he would have left for Hit two pack championships? Probably. Yeah, yeah, he would definitely not. Yeah. He'd probably gone to Miami and Bama. Other than that, I don't think he would have gone anywhere else. Yeah, agreed, because he came from Bama. So, good for him. Um, but it leaves another huge opening at Oregon. Oregon. Um, I haven't heard any rumors yet since this was just newly announced, but I mean, another massive, massive job. I have not. I mean, this is very dangerous. They're already losing commits. Yeah. Um, they need, they need to hire. They need to hire someone. And I, um, I, I only heard one rumor, but it, it was bullshit. I it just gazed through it. It was, mm. uh, Fleck. BJ Fleck? Yeah. No, nah, he just signed an extension. Yeah. I like him. He's just a Minnesota. Like have him die at he's, Minnesota. Have him you know die at I mean? Minnesota. But you know who it, I think it was a be rumor because the buyout's not that much. He's a gopher. You know who I think they should hire and at least for a few years just to like build that'll keep them competitive is uh former Washington coach. Chris Peterson? Yes. Yeah, I I just don't know if he wants to coach anymore. He retired know. at his own I will. Know. You know what I mean? It's not like he was fired, so I don't think he wants to come back for a while. Yeah, but I, I, really, I know he's a great coach. He's though. a great I mean, coach. You want to talk about it, they can get a. Get I saw a another name. Going. I can't remember. I, for, I forgot who it was. That was. All right, we'll get into more about that later. But we got Brent Venables going from the Clemson D coordinator to Oklahoma, a guy that was a previous D coordinator at Oklahoma before. Um, I love this hire for Oklahoma personally. I think it's a great move, and I think the Miami one for Chris Paul was too. I don't think I added that, but I like this for um, Oklahoma, and I like it for Venables. I mean, he's a guy that's been sought after for 
years and years and years at Clemson. I mean, he's had top five defenses year in and year out at Clemson. So he's to me, beat Bama in two national yeah, he's championships. He's beaten Bama twice. So I mean, to me, this is this is a great hire for Oklahoma. It's a great fit for Venables going into the SEC. He's going to bring in a different style to that program that I think they want to be, and I think they need that. So I like the fit a lot. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I, it's so different from Lincoln Riley. It's so so different, and this just proved that might be good different though. I, I'm not saying it's not good different. Yeah. It's just going to be different. So I think he's a good coach and he's been sought after for a few years now to be a head coach somewhere and he didn't want to leave, which, you know, I think uh, it's a good hire. I, I do think it's a good hire, but um, Oklahoma truly got caught with the tail between their legs and they didn't know what to do. Um, and they, they went after who they thought was best, but it just showed like Oklahoma was so rattled that Lincoln Riley left. They're rattled, but I still think they're going to land on their feet. I mean, it's Oklahoma. It's an elite, elite program. It's an elite fan base. It's an elite facility. Oklahoma is going to be fine. Like, I, I truly think Oklahoma is still going to be elite for years to come, especially with Venables at quarterback. What I will say about all these hires in the coaching carousel this year, and we'll get into that more in the offseason because we'll kind of break down best, worst, all that because shit went crazy this year. But what I will say about all these hires is that all of these coaches are now in situations that they want to be in and they left very good jobs to be there. Right. So it's like, you fuck up now, your career's fucked. I th- I think it's wild that, you know, obviously Brian Kelly. Yeah. This one, I mean, I get it. You guys broke down some really good points for mm-hmm. Cristobal. I yeah. didn't, you know. But like and, that's the point is like yeah. he's going you're home. You're leaving. You're like, leaving. This is his Oregon. dream job. Like yeah. he's to Miami. Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma to USC. Ryan Kelly, Kelly left to Notre LSU. Dame. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the shit. You're right. Lincoln, like, Lincoln Riley this is it for you. had the, all the keys. Yeah. A top top program. Been to the playoffs. Had Heisman's. Insane. This is it for this, all of those coaches. If yeah, you if you it. don't perform here. You're oh, gonna, if, you're going to be coaching in the Sun Belt real if, fucking soon. I think the the hottest seat is USC. If Lincoln Riley, I think it's LSU. I think it's Brian Kelly. Uh, if, I think it's Will Venables. It, no, yeah, Brent Venables. Brent Venables. Sorry. If US, no. USC's been bad, and if they're not something special in the next two years, Venables is a first time head coach at a top five school in the country, which is which gives him a little leniency going to you the know, SEC. Yes, not a very lenient place. No, but. I, I think the most pressure's on him. I mean, I not, think... Not the conversation for today, though. Yeah, no. not the problem. Let's, let's, let's move past the coaching carousel because there's so much to get into. Again, it, we already talked enough about it, but we'll talk about more about it later as we get into the college football uh, offseason. Um, transfer portals are already getting kind of crazy. We don't know where people are going. I don't want to play that hypothetical game where we think they're going to go because it's just No, I'm not going much. to. I know, I know, but I just want to like make that clear for our audience. Maybe, you, maybe I just give you a name and you just say a college. And we could do that. That's what I kind of anticipated with these yeah. guys. Okay. Do so, well, obviously, the biggest headline we'll talk about this one a little bit is Quinn Ewers. Yeah. leaves leaves Ohio State. Well, he left high school early. Yeah, that was the thing. He's he technically a senior, senior in high school this year. He made one point four <laughs> million dollars sitting behind CJ. Good for NIL. NIL, and his commercials are still in fucking running in Columbus right now. That's what they say. But uh, yeah, good for him. He's in the transfer portal. More than um, likely, it sounds like a Texas school. He's visited three. Whether it's Texas, A&M, or Tech. Which is... Tell me if which I'm... Which none of them really are a fit except Tech. It, that's my kind of point. The one really seems fired up on him. Well, 
I feel like they're not because AM already has like two five stars. Like, well, they have Hayes King, who was a five star. They're already getting one guy in this year that they're already said they're like. Then Texas seems all in on Arch Manning. They're so all in on Arch. So who's the number one player in the next year draft or next year um, rating? So it's kind of like, okay, so I guess it's Texas Tech then, which is kind of weird. The number one player ever. Ever. Going to Texas Tech. Mahomes, Mahomes but comp. it's early. It's early in the process. It's early in the he portal. Could, He's very early. He needs portal. to go to LSU. Yeah. He needs to go play for Brian Kelly. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't that, he? That'd be fun as shit. Yeah. I so, mean, all right, let's go through Let's go through the rest of the guys. I'll run them out, and we'll go back and forth. Pick a school you think they'll go to. So, Quinn Ewers. Came work. Texas Tech. Okay. Um, Indiana quarterback Michael Penix Jr., a lot of hype on him going into the year. B? Pitt. Pitt? I think they built the program. I think they're going to want to get another quarterback I've in heard, there quick. I've actually heard him link to Cincinnati. Yeah. All right. Uh, I was going to say uh, UAB. Heisman, preseason Heisman hopeful, Spencer Rattler came more. Yeah, I mean, this is an obvious one. It sounds like he's going to UCLA, which that, would be amazing. Yeah. If not, If not UCLA, Oregon, something like that. Ooh, okay. Arizona. Yeah, he has two, He's two from Arizona. Shitty program. All right. Yeah. <laughs> He's um, shitty quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Nebraska quarterback, Adrian Martinez. Well, that's, that's bees. Um, Florida. Oh, it's not that good. <laughs> Florida's not that good. <laughs> but they have a quarterback already. Yeah. yeah. Missouri. Yeah, I could see something like that. Um, they have a good offense, though. UCF quarterback, Dylan Gabriel. He's already taken some visits. I've heard Ole Miss. I think that's the biggest splash, especially with Lane. I've heard um, Oklahoma. They go, did Oklahoma hired their OC. Go to the NFL. I think if Lane wants him, he goes to Ole Miss. Okay. We'll have more. We're going to have more. But oh, there's going to be plenty more. Plenty more. So um, I want to end college football. Army-Navy this weekend. One of the best games of the year. Unbelievable to watch. Uniform watch. Enthusiasm watch. Um, go Navy. Fuck Army. Yeah. Always. Fuck yeah, B. Oh, yeah. That's Always. Hype. I'm hyped for that. Always. Army, Navy, just... It's a, it's a I, great. I will say Army's significantly better. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. What do we do on Saturday? We have one game? You watch it. We watch, we watch the college game. football and you yeah. bet it. Yeah, we bet it. Jeez, Navy please. plus money. Navy plus the money. For We're sure. all on it. All right. So that's college football. We're going to get into, like I said, some future bowl games as it comes to us. So we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Bearcats are definitely not fucking done yet. Um, moving on, NFL competition update. B, another big week out of B. We are coming down to it. We have what? We have fucking five weeks left, and then someone's driving. Yeah. Someone's driving, and someone's getting to Vegas trip. So B, seven points last week, totaling up to now 60. Lock hit with the Colts. Upset hit with the Steelers over the Ravens. Boom. Boom. B, good Shit, week. B. Thank you. Uh, Mac, only three points. Now he's at 54. So that lead from B to Mac has extended to six points with five to play. Um, his lock was the Rams. They won. His upset was the Saints. They did not. Uh, K. Morg, tied for the lead on this week with uh, B, seven points, up to 63. His lock was the Rams. They hit. And upset was the Lions. And Their they first hit. win of the season. Fuck yeah. That was fucking tight. Yeah, first win season, last play of the game. Um, they were due, man. They were due. I like Dan Campbell. I do too. I fucking love him. <laughs> do you guys, for really quick, what? do you guys see the fucking video of uh, Jared Goff 
It's girlfriend. No, what'd she do? Oh my God. I got to show you this video. Like I'm break. I'm going to show you that. Um, I had four points. I'm up to 67. So my lead has, that was huge. Most of the year has really shrunk. You had a 22 point lead on me at one, one time. Yeah. Now I'm only at 70. I'm only on four and came more. Yeah. Uh, my lock hit was the Rams. My upset was the Jets. They did not um, win. So this is getting close. Five weeks left. Five weeks left. All right. Let's start. Um, game one, Chargers down the Bengals. I was at the game. Uh, me and Joe Show were at the game. Um, yeah. I mean, first off, you know, when you're at the game, you don't see as much going on as you do on TV. Um, so I had no idea that Burrow hurt his pinky until someone like texted me. And I was like, uh, you can't tell what's going on, on the sideline. Yeah. Um, but all in all, it was a very electric game. Um, the atmosphere in the stadium atmosphere pregame was like a lot of respect for each team. You know, the Chargers fans were talking about Burrow. Bengals fans talking about Herbert. It's the matchup we wanted um, as far as two young quarterbacks, same draft class. And just too many mistakes. I think there's six total turnovers in this game, four from the Bengals, two from the Chargers. Um, teams just shot themselves in the foot. Uh, Herbert looked great. You know, Herbert looked great. I thought Burrow looked great too. Um, and kind of got let down. The Jamar Chase ball was right in my suck hole, just handing it to a DB. Um, we saw a Herbert Philly special right in our face. That was really cool. That was cool. We posted that on Instagram. Yeah, so it was uh, – it, all in all, it was a fun game, entertaining game. Um, I think it said more about the Bengals shooting themselves in the foot, but the Chargers played well. Uh, they did play really well, um, especially Herbert. So two good teams, I Fully expect both these teams to be in the playoffs and two of the better teams in the AFC, in my opinion. I mean, both currently right now are going to playoffs, but the game itself, yeah, you guys had a lot of mistakes. They were up 24-0. You guys surged back within two, and then they, they pulled away late with you know a huge mix into the house fumble, which kind of like really closed the game out. Joe Burrow, besides the injury... Besides the turnovers with you know him and Joe, Joe Burrow is really good at football. Yeah, I mean, Jamar Chase, you gotta, you're in, you're in a slump. Figure it out. He he came out and said, "I would like to be moved around more." Yeah, uh, he's just on the left. He's sick of kind of getting doubled, but when he does get open, he's got to capitalize. Well, the one thing I will say, I say about the Jamar thing, I think he puts too much pressure on himself, um, and that's what. You know, another guy, C.J. Uzama, came out and said, you know, he puts the weight on his shoulders to make every play and make a big play. And uh, I think he kind of gets to him at times. It's a rookie thing. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, they move him from right to left quite a bit. But, I mean, Derwin James was standing over the top of him everywhere he went. Yeah. And, you know, you see that being at the game more than not. You know, they were cloud coverage, cloud coverage, cloud coverage. And I think it's more so moving him pre-snap, you know, trying to get him in a position to, you know, not have that. But... Even so, like, he was beating it. There was the the sack fumble, you know, early in the game. Jamar was running free down the middle of the field. Um, and that's where Burrow was going. Going, He just he got hit. It was a bad play by Jonah Williams, and it turned into a sack fumble. So um, the one thing I will say is a lot of people are talking about in this game is, you know, who's better, who, you know, the Herbert or Burrow discussion. And I think it's unfair because I think both guys are in the perfect scenario. You know, I don't think Burrow would be as successful in L.A. 
and I don't think Herbert would be as successful in Cincinnati. I think both their personalities, both their styles of play fit perfect for the organizations they're with. And I, I just don't want to compare. And I know they're going to get compared because of the same draft class, but I think both guys are in the absolute perfect fit for their systems, the organizations, their cities. And I'm just happy that we get to see both these guys for a long time coming. Yeah, no, it's a, it was a fun game. I mean, I, I wanted, to, you know, I picked Bengals. Wanted the Bengals to win for you. But the Chargers are this, they do this weird shit where they decide that they could play offense. Yeah. Because there's, I mean, there's been several games this year where like, okay, you guys aren't like linking together on all cylinders. You can't run the ball. You're not connecting with Keenan Allen. And then all of a sudden Keenan Allen goes for two tugs and you can't stop them. Well, yeah. And not only that, they, they threw the ball down the field, which they haven't shown they can do most of the year. They're inconsistent. You know? They um, are. So and- when it's just, I don't know if they're a playoff team yet. I, I think, I think they're, well, people got to remember outside of think Miami and um, Jacksonville, they have the most money going into off season. Yeah. They have, you know, a great quarterback uh, on a rookie contract. They're one year away, and you need to make splashes in free agency. I think they're a playoff team. You know, they have seven wins already. They still get a Giants team this week with a backup quarterback. Yeah, mind you that Keenan Allen's on COVID, Mike Williams, um, and Chris Harris Jr. Uh, But those guys are close contact. They both should play. So, mind you, I I understand that those guys, but you get a a Mike Lennon or a Jake Fromm starting Giants True. team. You should, you, you should, should win. win this, and you get a Houston later in the year. So if they lose the rest of their games and they still get to nine, I think that's enough. I think that's enough for yeah. them to get in and, and, with a tiebreaker over Cincinnati already and potentially a tiebreaker over Las Vegas if they beat them the last week of the season. That'll be a sweep of yeah. Vegas. I think that could be and, and a, win a over, playoff spot. And wins over Pittsburgh and Cleveland. So those are teams that are going to be fighting with them. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think that they can get in. I mean, I, Buffalo and obviously Indianapolis. I mean, they're, they're right there on the border and they have the wins already. But what I meant kind of is like playoff team. Yeah, they, they can make playoffs and make a splash. They, they have the, the quarterback there, but like a legit one year away from always being in the playoffs. No, I agree. Yeah, does I, that make I, sense? I agree with it. And I thought that they would take that step this year. I thought last yeah. year was kind of... First, first year coach. Yeah. You know? No, that that's huge. I think that's they a got huge... first year coach and money. So well, next year's gonna be well, really fun. fun for a Charger. Fan. They can still win the division this year. Don't forget, they're gonna have a win over the Chiefs in Kansas City. They could. They could. They could win that division. All, yeah, no. All they just haven't shown like they're cons- one year away from being the top one of the top eight. They AFC just haven't teams. shown consistency this year. But if they do get in, they can win a playoff game. You know, if they play as well as they did, you know, and they don't shoot themselves in the foot like they typically do. Yeah. They, they can be a playoff team, but I, I fully think in this game, the Bengals would have won that game if Mixon doesn't fumble. They scored 20. It's a, it's a big momentum change right there. They, Bengals were down 24-22, driving on, I think, the Chargers' like 38-yard line. They already scored 22 unanswered points. The atmosphere in the building was leaning towards, you know, kick a field goal. Yeah. And, and fumble he fumbles and just killed it. But yeah. regardless, good good game. Fun game. All right. Moving on. We mentioned it earlier. Lions get their first win. What a game. You know, happy for Dan Campbell. Um, what do you think of that video of Jared Goff's girlfriend? I just showed? Smoke. <laughs> Said I won't say it again. Smoke. <laughs> like, That's all I have for it. Jared Goff is just not a loser ever, and we can never call him that after seeing that video. Like, I'm just like, you're. He's always a winner. 
He's always a winner with that. Yeah, and he's, he's made and he's he made goes, a ton of money in the NFL. He goes to bed at night a winner every night. Oh, absolutely. What's funny about that video too is she's like, wait, really? They won or like they're winning right now? Like she was like she didn't believe that they they won the game. Yeah. Regardless, we'll repost it because every one of our fans need to watch this video. Good for the Lions. Good for Dan Campbell. Good for Jared Goff. Bad for uh, Mike Zimmer. Bad for the Vikings. Very bad. Really bad. Because that's already seven losses now. We we talked about it a couple weeks ago we're like all right vikings we're like rams and then vikings well after they beat the packers niners yeah we're like man that offense looked fucking explosive against one of the best defenses in the league yeah what the hell are they doing what the hell are they doing i mean no thielen no dalvin cook but regardless like find a way to beat the lions you have to i mean patrick peterson was out on COVID, but I mean, Madison's no like bum. I know, I know. They, I don't know what their problem is. I mean, I'm uh, cousins. I don't know. But he's been playing well. He's playing great, actually. He's playing well. Uh, the de- the defense was banged up. They didn't have anyone on the defensive line healthy. Yeah. So that's one. Uh, Kendricks wasn't playing. So that's another. Cook. I mean, we Cook Thielen. We could. We just named pro ballers. You know what I mean? So that's a huge issue. But you also need to win the game. Do we still think they get in? Yes. You still think they get in? I think the NFC East is going to beat each other up. No one's going to want that last spot. That you are, so Washington and Eagles play each other twice. Yeah. Washington and Dallas plays twice. Like, I don't know if the NFC East, the second team, is going to have enough wins. I think... Well, Washington's playing some great football. If the Vikings right now. could get, you know, Kendricks and Thielen in, a different. I think that's a different ball game. Yeah, people I'm, forget how good Kendricks is. No, he's unbelievable. Yeah, but like Minnesota's just not winning games they're supposed to win. I, I agree with you; they should be in. But but no hard. one, no one wanted to fucking win. No one wants a wild card spot. Niners no. even lost. Yeah, they lost. Like, no one wants those loss. wild card spots. Outside of the the Rams, because they got their easy Jags win, because the Rams schedule the rest of the way is tough. It is really it, tough. It's very tough. They're they're lucky they ran into the Jags. I told you, just that, that that's, that's what they, all yeah. they needed. They yeah, get they're, one they're, more win. Now they're locked in. They're in. Yeah, one more. They're gonna get one more. Uh, we're not gonna talk about that Rams game and all, but like we knew that was gonna happen, yeah. and it was a get right game for them, and they got right. That's it's exactly crazy. what happened. Hey, but shout out Cooper Cup guy's a fucking dude first 100 catches and he's like the only guy with 100 catches in 12 at this point or something like that it was okay he's does okay real question he has 1300 and like 40 yards or something like that does he have an opportunity for the record with the extra game how many what's the record like Mega, calvin megatron megatron like, yeah fuck a little over 2000 and he's at 1300 right now 1300 like five games left Okay, no, a lot. Okay, Morgan, think he gets there? He's averaging. So. so he's averaging. He's yeah. averaging one thirty-five. That yeah. would do it. That would do it. But yeah, asterisks for sure. I mean, yeah. another game. Twenty-one hundred and sixteen games is stupid. By the way, it's Megatron. I mean, Megatron. Appreciation, Megatron. Um, all right. Ravens lose to the Steelers. Two things here. Um, one. Are the Ravens fake? Two. Why the fuck did they go for two at the end of that game? I'll answer both questions. Ravens aren't fake. Um, they just don't match up well on the Steelers. And 
honestly Boy. anyone in that division. That division has the Ravens number, but anyone else outside of the division is going to get fucking steamrolled. Like, and it's been proven. Like they, you know, they beat the Chiefs. They have good wins, and then they go get blown out by the Bengals. You know, lose to the Steelers. It's just a bad matchup. And then, so I don't think they're, you know, overrated. I don't think they're pretenders. They're going to, I think, still win the, I think they still win the division. I hate to say it. I, I think they still win the division. And then why they went for two, Harbaugh said he, because his corners were injured. That's a load of shit. That is kind of a bullshit excuse, right? I think he wanted to look like, like a genius and it backfired. Also, I don't know why Mark Andrews didn't catch the ball. Yeah. Wasn't that weird? Yeah, that was really weird. That guy's like sure hand as it can come. Drops the, drops the ball. More fantasy. To me, what it like, the Ravens are so hard to figure out for me. And the Steelers, I mean, I don't think the Steelers are a very good football team. They're kind of hard to figure out too. Um, I just don't know. Like, you tell me which, like, which games the Ravens win in this. Okay. Okay, they got the Browns again, second time in three weeks, in Cleveland this week. It's going to be a tough game, but I think they win this week. Okay, they got the Packers. Bad matchup <laughs> for us. I, I don't like, our, I don't okay. like our matchup there, but I think we can win. I think we're a better football team. Then they go to Cincinnati, the Ravens do. Okay, that's and interesting. Then they get the Rams at home. Um, bad matchup for them. <laughs> I think they get with Humphrey out. I think they just get fucking bullied. And then they game. get the Steelers again. <laughs> like, Fuck. They have a tough, the whole AFC is, North though. The whole AFC North well, is a you, very tough schedule. So you said three AFC North games, which I don't know. That's like, I know you guys blew them out, but like, I wouldn't be right. surprised they beat you. You know what I mean? Right. So like, those are coin flips. And then Rams Packers, obviously you're talking about two of the best teams of football as far as like offensive talent, defensive studs. So I, I mean, Fuck, I don't know, <laughs> one or two, uh, but they have enough. Like ten wins is ten win the division. I think I don't know if ten wins wins the division. I think that's really up in there. Yeah, I mean, because think about how many wins you think Cincinnati wins in the rest of these. Because Cincinnati's at seven, and they got the Niners this week. We're going to talk about that game, so you have to talk about that. We're going to okay. talk about it later. They got at Denver, then they got Baltimore. They play each other. They get Kansas City at home and then at Cleveland. I, and then the same two? Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And then, you know, even but then you can't say Cleveland who already has six wins. You know, they can't go on a run because they got Baltimore, they get the Vegas at home, they're at the Packers, at the Steelers, and then they get the Bengals. So it's like and no one trusts the Steelers to go on a run. Yeah. So that division I think is the most interesting moving forward is Who's gonna win it, and who can win enough games to even get in a wild card spot? I, I, you know, I think it's you and Ravens based on schedule, and it's I get probably who wins that second game. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, fair. You can't even say the Steelers because they got the Vikings, Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens. Okay, more after hearing all the schedules, who do you got? I got the Ravens. Yeah, pulling it out. Of course you do. Yeah. No, I mean I, I, I think don't. The Bengals have the hardest schedule out of all of them. It's Bengals or Ravens, in my opinion. I mean, I think Browns, I think the the, the Browns are brutal. They're uh, all bad. Yeah, it's a tough division. All right, Washington football team walks off the Raiders. Um, as a Bengals fan, this was fucking huge for me. Um, 
be staying ahead of the Raiders. I mean, obviously you have the tiebreaker with them, but that was really a gut punch to the Raiders after coming off a Thanksgiving game that they looked really good in Dallas. Um, but I think it says more about Washington football team and the kind of and the kind of football they're playing right now. Um, every week they're losing key guys, and every week they're finding ways to win. Uh, Taylor Henneke is playing out of his mind. Um, they lost what Montez Sweat got hurt this week. Yeah, but Heineken's not that guy. I mean, he's, I don't think he is either. But I like him. But he's not. That I guy. just think the team around him and the coach that he has is so much better. Yeah, they're yeah they're making up for a lot of this guy's flaws. If they had a really good quarterback, maybe a scary football team. But they don't. Well, this is the kind of Washington team we thought we were going to see early in the year. Yeah, playing really good defense. They played bad early. Now they're playing. They're they're winning games. But Logan Thomas going out again is huge. Out for the year. Because he looked like too a... late. You think you don't think they're a playoff team? You know they're sitting like the 60 right now. Yeah. And they're only like, what, two games behind Dallas? Dallas will pull it out there. I'm not worried about that. Do you think Washington can get in the playoffs? They might be... They might sneak in over the uh, Vikings. Yeah, that's the one yeah. team. Like, right now, they're ahead of them. Yeah. They're ahead of them. And, you know, even Philadelphia is right there, too. You know, I don't... Fourth Philly's team. right there, but they play each other twice. That's what I, I keep like emphasizing. Yeah, like, they're gonna split. They're gonna they're gonna probably split. Like these teams are gonna lose games. You know what I mean? Yeah, like both of them. That's why Vikings still have a shot. Washington's in the sixth seed right now. A one, a one team Lions statistically has a shot at playoffs. That's why the NFC the back end's pretty bad. It's really bad. I mean, you got. I mean, it's gonna come down to. You know, the Rams are going to get in. So it's Washington, like we talked about last week. Washington, Niners, Philadelphia, Minnesota, and Carolina, technically. I mean, <laughs> but. Sure. Fuck. I mean, Washington could get in. They got the Cowboys twice, Eagles twice, and they got the Giants. So they got all division games left. I think B's right. They're going to kind of cannibalize each other. Yeah. And just. I, that's a tough, that's a tough call. But then again, like, Minnesota has to win a fucking game here and there. Yeah. You know, Minnesota's not doing shit, and they still got. The Steelers, they're at the Bears. They got the Rams, Packers, and the Bears again. So they could win three of those games and get in. Yeah. I think they win eight. If they get to eight wins, they'll they'll get in. They have to. That's winning three. Yeah. Three, eight and seven getting in, that's kind of brutal. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. That's, I mean, I think the, the two wild card teams besides the Rams, I think, have eight wins. Both. Be eight, it'd be eight and nine. Eight and nine. Yeah, eight and nine. Sorry. It's disgusting. Eight and nine team getting in. I think two eight and nine teams are going to get in. So you think the, the Niners finish with eight wins too? Eight or nine, yeah. Wow. All right, moving on. Uh, Chiefs beat Denver Sunday night football. Yeah. Yeah, kind of blah. Yeah. Still pissed again why the Chargers and the Bengals weren't that fucking Sunday night game over this stupid game. But regardless. Um, Quar- quarterback play for Denver is embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. That's all I'll say on that. Um, the Chiefs kind of led by their defense. Or bad quarterback play yeah. from the Broncos. Yeah, but Mahomes is not. They're not putting up crazy numbers anymore. Mahomes, what do you have? Two straight games without throwing a touchdown pass? Trust me, he's on my fantasy team. He's not doing well. All right, here's what, <laughs> I'll, here's what I'll say. I'll get into it then. I, I was going to save it, but no need. Josh Allen, Bills, offense does not look great. Chiefs, Mahomes, offense does not look great. And here's what I'll say. The league is not scared of these guys anymore. They're not scared of the scramble drill, throw across the field. 
make plays, look the other way bullshit. The league is not scared of it. Right. Nothing has changed for these teams. The Chiefs and Bills are still a good football team with great arm talent and a good quarterback at play. But the petty bullshit's got to go. They got to play good fo- If you want to be in a Brady level, Mahomes, which everyone's comparing you, you went to two straight Super Bowls, 1-1. If you want to be in that type of level, you have to learn when throwing two yards is okay. Yeah. Josh Allen, same thing. They are always looking for the big play. Rodgers is always looking for the big play, but he's perfectly okay with dumping it off to Aaron Jones. You have to You know what I mean? You have to be. Russell Wilson is an elite quarterback because he doesn't have to be great all the time. And these quarterbacks need to calm down, dial it in, and I, I blame a lot on both offensive coordinators who were in line for head coaching jobs. True. Yeah, both of them. And I, I think that steam and that that hot new head coach, offensive coordinator from the Bills and Chiefs has died completely. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I mean, okay, Morgan, is Mahomes overrated? I know that's a really tough sentence to say. Like, is he getting figured out? Is no. he? No. You know, Mahomes is really good. Mahomes yeah. is still, in my opinion, probably one of the most, like him and Aaron Rodgers to me are probably the two most talented quarterbacks there are. Like, okay. he's still that level to me. This just this just proves that defenses are scheming and making things happen. He just needs to evolve also and figure it out, which he I think he will. Yeah, I don't know if I'm willing to go that he's overrated. Like that's such a bold statement. Um, but that this run he's on is not good. It's not at all. And I and they're still winning though. They are. They're starting to that's win a, more. And that's an Andy Reid football team. It is. It is. Um, all right, Monday Night Football. We had the windstorm game in Buffalo. Patriots beat the Bills. They throw the ball three fucking times. Mac Jones does three, and they win the game. I mean, I can't really You've been shitting on the Pats. So, what this say? This game, I I mean, this is Bill Belichick to me, hundred percent. This game because you got to throw the game out of the like out. You got to because the wind was so bad. Like the wind was such a factor, it took away everything. Like. Everything. I don't think this game told us much, if anything, but Bill Belichick's elite and out schemed the fuck for this weather over dickhead from Buffalo. So, I mean, they didn't anticipate that win being that bad or whatever it was, but Bill was prepared for it. He had a scheme for it and hats off for the Patriots for just being better in this game with these elements. Better team. I don't know if I'm going there yet. The better team wins a game like this. 100%. A better, the better team wins these games. You, I'm not saying you're wrong, and I'm not going to argue that you're wrong on kind this. Kind of are. No, I'm just not willing. Here's, uh, I don't here's, know about Here's that what I'll say. Yet. Mac Jones, two for three. Goat. Mini goat. <laughs> Mini goat. Mini goat Mac Jones. Brady doesn't win this game. No, because they throw the ball way too many times because exactly. they trust Brady, and they, then they lose. This is how you win the game. This is how you win two the game. Three. You hand the ball off, baby. Anyways, mini go through three times. <laughs> so offensive player of the year threw the ball three times, and they they beat the Bills. Josh Allen threw the ball thirty times. Yeah, trash. And all our complaints, all for the last three years for the Buffalo Bills. They cannot fucking run the ball. Yeah, they can't. They really can't. No, that's alarming. It's alarming as fuck. It's bad. And, you know, they their defense has 
carried them to eight wins. Is seven wins? Eight wins. Seven. They're still winning football games, and you know my complaint of Mahomes and Josh Allen still applies, but at the same time, he has elite receivers. I think Beasley, Diggs, Sanders, Knox, route runners. Good weapons. Those are you know great weapons. I I would love those weapons. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta in a game like this, you gotta run the ball because they score one other time. Then Mac Jones isn't putting the ball up three times. He's right. putting it up seventeen. Well, and, well, you score one other time. You well also and, Diggs dropped did drop a touchdown in the end zone. That was a good thrown ball. Uh, that was a tough catch. It, I mean that it ball's was. dancing back and forth. He but, has to go over the shoulder back and forth. But you expect a guy like Stephon but the, Diggs. But to the make problem that. is you're relying on Josh Allen to throw a thirty yard bomb in the 50, you know, 50 mile an hour I, wins. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. There's a reason why the Patriots were stable. They won the game yeah. and they they put points on the board. They kicked the field goals with the wind when they had the yep. field position, and yep. then Damian Harris broke one because that's what happens when you run the ball seventy times. Yeah, no, you're I, gonna get one. That's that's what's scary about Buffalo because even if they do get a home game or a game with elements, they're gonna have to find other ways to win. They're, they're so one dimensional. Is that what's scary about Buffalo, or is this what's scary about the Patriots? I think it's. I, I'm gonna go keep going with CY. Is if they go and play in New England or if they go and play in Buffalo. You you don't have that team. You have the playing a dome team, spread it out five wide. Yeah. But I don't necessarily like to think that like this was such a different type of elemental game. Like it was wind. Like wind's different than rain or snow. Like it does. Like any ask any quarterback, ask any kicker. Like uh, like the wind changes everything more than anything else does. But we've also seen quarterbacks who can't throw in, throw in the rain. You got to run the ball. And you can't do I, but that. But Josh Allen's proven he can throw in the snow in the rain. He's shown that the last few years. So they lost. I mean, they lost this game, but I mean, it will, I'm not really to Patriots write them off. Better yet. Team. I'm not willing to say that yet. I just, oh no, baby, baby goat Mac Jones and the Patriots are a better football team. 100%. So okay, so you guys obviously think the the baby goats better. Yes, the yes. Patriots are the better team. So yes. you think the Patriots win the division? Yes. Yes. Does Buffalo get in the playoffs? Yes. Yes. Confidently, probably. I don't know. I don't even know what the record is right now. But probably. Okay. So right now, he said seven wins. So seven yeah, and five. We'll seven and five. They're the seven seed right now. Okay. Okay. So right now, the wild card teams are the Chargers, seven and five. Chargers, Bills, Chargers, Bengals. The Bengals are seven and five. I don't think that changes. The Bills are seven and five. Colts. The Colts are seven and six. No, Colts are going to win the division. That's true. Forgot about that. Thanks. There's You're not enough, not enough time. Oh yeah, you still are. They're only time. a game back. They're a game and a half. Titans are terrible. Game and a half. Titans are losing this Titans week. Titans are going to lose out. Upset of the week. Titans are not going to lose out. They play the fucking Jaguars this week. Yeah. Jags. Upset. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, did I give that away? Where am I, where, where am I Trevor Lawrence jersey? They got the Texans. We, they're going to win two more games. I don't think the Colts can catch them. It's caught. You guys are think Colts are a playoff team, though, like regardless? All right. What are the games this week? What do you got? Yes. I think Colts take one of those spots or win the division. The Colts are the scariest team, I think. I I think the, in, out of those wild card teams, I think they beat that are Buffalo not in, by like thirty five yeah, points. Yeah, they blew them the fuck out. That that game next week's gonna be legit. If Colts didn't drop games early, I think they started zero and three. What are you guys? What are you gonna do next week? You got Patriots and Colts. Those are your teams. Oh, god. they play next week. Oh god, stop it. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna take a pick. pick. Baby, right. baby, go. All right, let's get in the competition. Let's get into this, this week's games. Um, Let's start AFC North game. These two teams played two weeks ago. 
in Baltimore. Now they go to Cleveland. Cleveland coming off a bye, so this is the last two teams they've played. Uh, Ravens at Browns. B, who do you got? I kind of alluded to it earlier. Uh, I'm going to take the Ravens here. Any reason why? Uh, I don't like Lamar Jackson losing two division games in a row. I don't think it's going to happen. I like Lamar Jackson losing two division games. Taking the Browns. No idea why. Mac is going to take uh, the Ravens. He picked the Ravens. I'm also with K. Morgan. Oh, see why? Um, I just scared him. He scared me behind him. He's he's following my picks. He's tailing me. I was going to. He's tailing me. I actually just think he does this biasly, knowing their best shot at winning division is Ravens lose games. True. He just does. He doesn't football. Little, he no. That's not. That's all of it. You don't emotion. football. No, I just, emotions. I will. He's been less emotional this year. But yeah, he does. No, but no, I, division games are always picked on what's better for the Bengals moving forward. You always do it. Don't fucking play. Call his well, ass out. Good one shit. thing I will say about this Good game shit. though is, I would not pick the Browns if they didn't just play the Ravens in their last game. Like, that's the only game they've they played, played Ravens, the last 14 had hours. a bye week, and play Ravens. Yeah. Very interesting <laughs> schedule. The yeah. NFL's kind of fucked up I just, that. I, think, I don't think NFL teams, NFL teams are made on adjustments, and I think they're going to make an adjustment. But it also doesn't help that the Ravens lost a game that they shouldn't have lost. So I think that also plays into a factor why the Ravens could No win. Humphrey? I might pick up Jarvis Landry for fantasy. If they have no number one fucking... Like, Baker's terrible. All right. Next game, we have... You just picked them and win. <laughs> Cowboys at Washington football team. This is a, you know, NFC East divisional thumper. Fuck. The Cowboys have been Damn playing it. decent. They played better last week, but before that, they were struggling. And Washington's on a roll. They're playing hot. That This game's in Washington. Four straight. Four straight wins from Washington. Ron Rivera's and have those boys rolling. Who do you guys got? You see why? Who you got? Uh, Matt's gonna take the the Cowboys, really quick. Um, Fuck. Uh, I see. <laughs> I'm torn because in bolds I took Washington football to win the division, and they're gonna have to win this game. Yeah. But like for the competition wise, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. I think I don't think they lose this game, but I do think they fucking split. So do they lose the one in Washington or do they lose the one in Dallas? Fuck it. I'll stay with the boys. I'm going with the boys. This one is fucking me up hard because part of me thinks I think uh, like I like Dak. I've been on the Cowboys all year. I picked them to win the division. Um, But I also remember the Thanksgiving game last year when Washington football team took it to them. Thumped them. Like with good defense, how they're playing now. So that really worries me about this game. And that was in Dallas and this game is at home for them. Um, I think the Cowboys defense is a lot better this year. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Okay. B, catch up from ground here if you want it. Um, this wasn't hard for me. I, you guys were kind of tripping me out. The two games that Raiders, Chiefs, they lost back-to-back before they came and thumped the Saints. Mm-hmm. They're injury-riddled. They're playing. They're throwing to guys I've never even heard of. Well, your guy might be out this week. Who? Tony Pollard's banged up. No. Banged up. They said it's questionable. Oh, fuck. So that's a big factor. I, I still, Zeke's banged up. Ze- or still, Zeke suck. Does Zeke suck or is Zeke banged up? He does not suck. Zeke kind of sucks. You suck. He does not suck. <laughs> you just I'm love emotional. Zeke. Yeah, that was so <laughs> emotional. I think he's 
A lot of wear. He might be banged up. A lot up. of wear on him. A lot of wear on him. It's Cowboys, guys. All right. It, don't overthink Sweet. this. Don't overthink this one. You guys overthought it. Don't overthink Football it. Football team such a log. You want to switch? I'll give no. you one opportunity. I'll let you switch right oh, now. Oh, yeah, we'll let you no. switch. All right. Bills at the Bucks. Bills coming off that loss we just talked about against New England. The Bucks are rolling. Um, another win for them last week against Atlanta. Mac is going to go with. Who did Mac go with? This? He's going Bucks. We're all going Bucks. You're all going Bucks. Yeah, he did go with the Bucks. Sorry. Anyone taking the Bills? Yeah, I'm. You're taking the Bills? Yeah, I'm taking the Bills. Actually, I haven't made my pick yet. I don't know what's going to happen in this game. Um, Bucks for K Morg. Bucks for K Morg. Max got Bucks. I'm going Bills. Um, I think we talked all our shit. On the Bills, we talked all our shit about Josh Allen. Well, I did, and my complaint. This is a get-right game. Mm. I'm, so it's a Buffalo get-right game. Everything B just said, double down on it. I'm with Buffalo too. I think they, I think, I think this is a game that they they need more than the Bucks need, and I think this is a game they go down. They they get to some warm weather, and this is a warm weather team. We talked about that plays in the Northeast. Get-right game. I'm with you. It's so true, all of it. But, <laughs> Niners at the Bengals, me versus K Morg. Um, obviously, I think we know who Rui's going to take, right? Sure. All right. So, K Morg's going to go with the Niners. I'm obviously going with the Bengals. Um, let's see who Mac goes with. Mac. You know what? It's so, so weird about the Niners. We're the favorites in like fucking every game. I don't uh, understand it. Not this one, though. Yeah, we are. One and a half. It was Cincinnati this morning, minus one. Oh, it's Niners, one and a half that I'm looking at. Oh. I got Niners one and a half too. Oh, it's flipped. We have a lot of injuries. We're always the fucking favorite. Like, can I have a dog that I like? Okay, be who you doing here? Who'd Matt go? You got to pick before Mac this week. Okay. This game. Uh, is Debo playing? Uh, I don't think Debo's going to play. He is doubtful. Yeah, he's not uh, going to play. Bengals. Okay. Bengals are banged up. Some clarity. Bengals. Okay. Uh, Mac. That's all. That's we're, the only player I was worried about. We're very banged up too. Yeah, I mean, both teams are per usual. Matt, and, uh, Matt go Bengals. Matt went to Bengals. Oh, I love it. So three versus one there. Um, last game on the docket, we have the Rams at the Cardinals. This is Monday Night Football. Yes, yeah, it is. Monday it's Night Football. Yeah. That's nice. a great Monday Night game. Love that. Um, I'll go first. I haven't gone first yet. I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to go with the Rams. I don't think the Cardinals sweep them this year. Um, B, who are you going with? Cardinals. Wow. All right. Yeah. I mean, they're healthy now. They had the bye week. They sat Murray and got the wins when they sat Murray. Huge for, you know, playoff seating. Murray looked good against the Bears. Cardinals. They Cardinals. Beat, wow. They beat the dog shit out of the Rams last time. Why wouldn't they do it again at home? Uh, Mac is going with the Rams. Wow. So Mac, we're split it. on that game. I love it. That's a good game, though. I mean, I figured we would be split on it. All right. Time for lock of the week. This is why we've been catching up, K-more. Exactly. Yeah, right there. We're not smarting these fucks. Yeah. I'm still in first place. So not for scoreboard long, motherfuckers. Not for long. Scoreboard. Your 22-point lead went to a four-point lead. K-more. Still a lead. K-more, you want to have a Vegas trip? Still can't a lead. wait. Going back-to-back, baby. Okay. Let's, get, let's move on. Lock of the week. B, who's your lock of the week? Fuck you, Danny. Go, Pat, go, baby. Every time. <laughs> Every damn time. Packers against the Bears. That's Sunday Night Football, isn't it? Yes. 
Yeah, that's a rule. In Lambo? In Lambo. Oh my God. Poor Justin Fields. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, who's starting? He got named- The Packers are 12 and a half point favorites. That's a lot. That's disrespect. A lot of points. Jeez. Actually, yeah. a tease would be beautiful for the Bears. Yeah, that, that Bengals game line did change by two and a half points. Wow, that's crazy. Um, my lock of the week, oh, Chargers. Same. I'm going Chargers. Um, I just think back Dang, and Jake, Jake Fromm. Oh, fuck. Hey, B. Raymond. Jake Fromm is starting his an guy. NFL football game. He's guy. His that's guy. his guy. Yeah, give um, Chargers, though. Mac is so soft. Rams? He's going the Rams. Oh, mother. He's going. He's trying to make some business. Someone's season. getting scared. Someone's getting scared. But didn't he pick them in the... He picked them to win, so he's doubling down on them. That's okay. I don't mind that. He either gets but two that, points or he's driving to LA. Yeah. yeah. Soft as baby <laughs> shit. Soft as baby. Hey, I... You know this. The, you know what though? You kind of tried to do this at the end, but then you lo- lost some games at the very end. No, no, no. I lost. I was looking at the schedule. <laughs> yeah. I, this was all strategic last year, <laughs> knowing that I either had to have a nine-point week and Mac had to have like a six or like a four-point week last year, mm-hmm. and I said, lock Denver against Raiders. Yeah. And it was kind of sketchy. But at the same time, I was like, uh, dude, Derek Carr, get it done. Because if not, I'm driving to Minnesota. Yeah, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. Really bad. All right. Upset of the week. B, who's your upset? Um, I thought I wrote it down. I did not write it down. We'll come back. K-Morg, upset? Fuck you, Jags. <laughs> That's so sick. I, I love that. Yeah. I guess yeah. the Titans. Fuck the Titans. <laughs> fuck you, CY. This is why you guys aren't going to win the fuck. Uh, and I had Lion- Lions last week, and you guys shit on me. All right. Mac has taken the Lions this week. He thinks they're going to go back to back. Fuck wins. yeah, Mac. That's crazy. Um, oh, I found mine. It's actually not a bad pick. Fuck. Good. I, I found mine. I wrote it down. Oh, fuck. I'm between two. B, who do you got? J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, that was one I was looking at. Jets too. at home against Taysom Hill. Robert Salah is going to outcoach Sean Payton. Get that dub. I can see that. Outcoach? I don't know, but the team might outplay him. <laughs> Saints have been bad lately. Uh, give me the Texans. Give me the Texans. We all picked the most dumpster fire teams in the I know. league. Jets, Texans, we, It's really the only upsets, like, spread-wise. We all might have picked the worst four teams in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Jets, Texans, Lions, Jags. That's the top four picks next year. I would have picked the Steelers again, but it's only three and a half, so. That's sick. Go us. Yeah, fuck. All right. Let's go Jets. Big Nuts Player of the Week. B, who's your Big Nuts Player of the Week from last week? Hmm. Big Nuts. I'll probably give it to... I'm going to give it to Russell Wilson. Wow. Okay. Uh, They were down in the dumps. They were supposed to lose this game. And, you know, he played good. He fired his team up. They they, they got the win. It was solid. I thought he played great, too. Hey, Morgan. Alex Sorensen, worst player in the NFL on defense, and he had a pick six. Good for him. That's how fucking bad Teddy Bridgewater is. All right. Um, I mentioned him earlier, but Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, 129-1, and one, fastest 200 catches. Keep going, baby. Um, he's looking great. So, little tidbit. So, last week of fantasy football regular season, and some games are – we don't know who's going to make the playoffs yet. So, Danny, me and Neil, let's do it. Winner gets in, loser does it. Yeah, your head-to-head winner gets in. I play Kyle. 
the, the scenarios are, are wild. The, you guys need me to beat Mitch, huh? It doesn't matter for me. I win, I'm in. No, Mitch has a yeah. significant point. Diff- I mean, Over unless everyone. he like drops like a 40-burger yeah. and we drop 100, he, we're not gonna catch then it, it doesn't so matter. Mitch is in. Mitch, Mitch is, is in. Pretty much in. The winner of Danny and CY are in. And then that last spot will belong to, well... It could, if, that could go any different. Well, if Joey loses and Kyle beats me, Kyle's in. Wow. If Joey loses, I beat Kyle. I have to have more points than Joey, and that's only a 15-point lead right now. Wow. So Joey could wow. lose and still get in. And then Cody, if he loses, Cody or Danny loses, they have to have like 45, 50 more points to still get in. And which, I, which won't happen because... Just so the viewers are aware, I am it's the number one wild. seed from the league. Just that so the which, viewers are aware, which, I was 0-7 and, and won six straight to go to the wild. five seed. That is sick. Oh, I traded my like, whole team. I I actually think you beat Danny, you go to playoffs. I think, and then here's no, here's my honest scenario. I think you beat Danny, you go to playoffs, and it and Kyle beats me, Joey loses, and Kyle beats me, and I think Kyle <laughs> makes Kyle makes playoffs from the seventh seed right now or eighth seed. I'm looking at standings right now. Everyone is all, literally six and seven or five and eight in the league, other yeah. than me and Brandon. Yeah, I th- I th- I think Kyle gets in. He beats me and gets in. Wild. Why? I have fucking obviously I have JT leading my fantasy right. Well, I traded away to you. There's a fucking bye week. The last fantasy football week of the season. <laughs> That's so, so I'm rough. going into this fucking live or die right now. And I have no JT. That's awful. That's so rough. It's okay. It's fucking stupid. They traded for Dalvin Cook, and he hasn't played since, so that's also cool. Yeah, yeah. we kind of shit on that trade, and your your it's players haven't done out. anything. It's not working out well. <laughs> not <laughs> no, at all. Not at all. All right. Yeah, Hopkins hurt, too. All right. Um, we're going to end the show on a top five. We're going to do top five a little different this week. It's not going to be one person. We all gave each other the category, and we're going to each go through it really quick. Um, top five. So... The topic for top five this week was the best sports announcer slash commentator of all time in your lifetime. Of all your lifetime. Okay. So yeah. confusing way to put it. But sure. um, so it could be someone who did play by play or someone who just talked about sports on TV, radio in your lifetime that is the GOAT. So like Chick Hearn, for all these older guys that listen, wasn't around when we were alive. So I don't think anyone put Chick Hearn on there. Dave, don't <laughs> shit on our list because we're fucking two, okay? <laughs> but just know, all right? Uh, B, what's your list? You go first. I'll go first. Uh, five to one, obviously. Five to one. Uh, five is John Gruden. Okay. Ah. I thought he was fantastic Solid. Monday Night Football. Yeah, not bad. I never hear from him again. Yeah, no, he's done. Never. Uh, so I had to give him that love. Sure. Four, uh, John Madden. Yeah. He's got to be on the list. The video games growing up. Brett Favre. He he's 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 iconic. Um, three Kenny Florian. UFC. Hmm. Good one. I actually love listening to him commentate a fight. Um, two Bruce Buffer. I don't know if they count it, but I'm putting him on the list. That's fucking. He is a sports. That's brutal. How's that brutal? He says fucking like three words and that's all he does. He announces too. Iconic. Well, he announces their name. Oh, that's fucking good brutal. for you. It's an iconic sports voice that will st- stay in my head forever. Yeah. And then one, one's obvious. I think Al Michaels is the most brilliant announcer I've ever listened wow. to. Wow. 
Okay. Wow, that was a shitty list. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, why? I, I don't know how that was a to shitty list. To each their own, Blaine. Yeah. I'm fine with it. You're gonna go next? To each their own. You want me to go? Uh, I can go. Um, so at number five, I have uh, three guys at number five. How the fuck? Come on. Because they're all related. Okay. They're all very related closely. All right. All right. Stuart Scott, Dan Patrick, Kenny Maine. I love them all in Sports Center. They're fucking uh, that ridiculous. You can't put all three at one spot. But, but they're all like okay, whatever. Sports Center when they're co-anchors, they're okay. fucking great. Especially Kenny Maine, Dan Patrick. The Dan other Patrick group. is fucking sweet. I love Dan Patrick. All right. Who, uh, Rich Eisen has to be in that there too. Then he's not. All right. Uh, number four, I got Dick Vitale. I love uh, Dickie V. Dickie V. I'm obviously I'm a Duke fan for college basketball. He loves his Duke. He also used to coach at Notre Dame. So big Dickie V guy. Okay. And he's back, which is awesome. Three, I do have John Madden at three. Obviously iconic for all the reasons that you said earlier. Number two, I have Vin Scully, um, Dodger fan, voice yeah. of Dodger baseball for me growing up. Fair. Watched every single game with Vin Scully. So, and he's probably the goat as far as play-by-play announcers. Number one, Lee Cor- Lee Corso for me. Uh, no surprises there. I mean, I love this- Lee Corso. I've grown up watching college game every single day. The mascot head, everything to me is iconic. I'll live forever with Lee Corso this, in my mind. This list just screamed Kevin. Yeah, it did. It was the most obvious Kevin list Kevin I've list. ever heard. Um, I love it, though. It's a good it. list. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I got Lee Corso 5. Okay. Lee Corso's 5 for me. Um, number 4, I got Brett Musburger. But you hate college football. And Brett Musburger. But they're iconic. I mean, I just, I you know, they're, they're talks. Um, no comment. I didn't put either guys. Just you know, clarify. I love those guys. Yeah. But I just started getting into college football. That's you fair. know, that's fine. Um, John Madden three. You know, same spot. Came where we had him in. Love John Madden. Uh, Stuart Scott too. Hey, I love Stuart Scott. Stuart Scott. Right. You do love Stuart Scott. Love Stuart Scott. Lazy eye. Come on, dude. Fuck. There's a lot more than that. Yeah. Fucked up. <laughs> you know why? No, I just had to reference. Brandon, he always is like, I he fucking does. love Stuart Scott and his lazy eye. He does. He had to say with his also, lazy eye. Also, why I put them at five, too, is because the three of them have the best This Is Sports Center commercials, too. They do have. Like, yeah. Stuart Scott, Dan Patrick, Kenny Main, they have great commercials, those three specifically. And number one, to me, Chris Berman. Chris Berman's yeah. that guy. Iconic. What? Yeah. I mean, neither the way- of you had Al what? Michaels, which is. It throws me off. I just like guy. guy me, John Madden well, was over yeah, Al. That's Michael. what I had. But to Al too. Michaels has been around our entire life, commentating the biggest games. I'm I'm a little confused. Like, cause I, I mean, obvi- I obviously love football more than anything else. Like NFL football yeah. more than anything else. Not close. So like he commented all the big games, I every mean, single moment of your life. Well, Bob Costas too. I mean, I could have thrown Bob Costas on there. You know those those Yankee World Series games in like. Late nineties, early two yeah. thousands, when Bob, Co- oh man, that gives me chills. Like, if if I had to take Bruce Buffer off because you shit on it, I would move everyone up. I put fucking Charles Barkley on there. Charles Barkley is solid. Charles oh, fuck, Barkley that's is a good one. Fucking solid. That's a good one. I actually do like him a lot too. Um, I think we got we we did alright on these lists though. It's alright. Not bad. I mean, I don't have Kirk on there. Herb Street. Which is a little upsetting, but I couldn't I couldn't put him over anybody, honestly. Joe Rogan? Right I mean Rogan is someone that's up there, but I don't know. For me, Rogan, like I like Rogan. I like I he's he's a staple on the UFC commentary desk, but I don't think he's a great commentator in a lot of ways. I don't no, know. No, Florian is way better. The the Probably. one the one that was tough for me to leave off was Jim Nance. Okay. Jim yeah, Nance. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a that is a good one. I like that one. Because he's done Super Bowls. Well, I know. mean, and this list is obviously like a testament what we all like differently is like mine was literally just nfl ufc mm-hmm. you know i mean yeah if i explored like other sports a little bit more like yeah but 
This is what I like more. You know what I mean? This is what I listen to more. I actually had a very wider range, so I'm proud of myself for that. Good for you. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. That is Total Generous Podcast, College Football, and NFL. Um, we're coming down in competition. Someone's the driving Cincinnati somewhere. Total Degenerates Bearcats podcast. <laughs> Go Bearcats, baby. All right. Uh, stay tuned for episode two. We have a big UFC card this week. All right. We're out.